In this day and age, there seems to be more emphasis on waking up, getting ahead, working hard, and demolishing your work goals. While yes, this is certainly good practice, it's not 100% sustainable. You will burn out if all you do is work, 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 work. Everyone deserves a pantsless, responsibility-free day filled with TV binging while eating sugar cereal all day out of, a su- out of a salad bowl with a wooden spoon, stopping only for bathroom breaks and social media scrolling. Don't do it all the time, but hey, Frankie says, relax. What the fuck? This is the Dan and Cody podcast. <laughs> this is it. Right here, Cody. You put on those headphones and you go to work. Why are you yelling? This is where our message is heard. It's time to get hype. Say it with me. What are we saying? Dan and Cody. Uh, Dan and Cody. Dan and Cody. Meet Dan and Cody podcast. Dan and Cody podcast. Dan and Cody podcast. Get some. Dan and Cody podcast. Zip, 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 zip. All right. All Happy right. Labor Day, Cody. Happy Labor Day, Dan. It's nice to see your face through these digital screens. It is. It is very nice. Aren't you glad that I paired this Labor Day holiday with a don't fucking work so hard monologue? I think that makes sense. Uh, there's a lot of people that work hard, and you're speaking directly to them. Thank you, Dan. You I'm, got it, man. I'm thanking you for them, you know? And it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, this week we have another hard worker on the podcast. You've heard him here before. We've been on his podcast for many an episode, but we had the pleasure of having Justin Winters from So I Married a Movie Geek on this week. How you doing, Justin? Oh, Justin. Whoa, Whoa Dan and Cody. Hard worker Justin here. Pleasure to to talk to you fellas. What's going on? You're like talking about this hard work, and I'm like, I kind of gave up on podcasting, guys. I guess I'm not working too hard on, on the whole podcasting game anymore. So uh, Dude, it's, you're it's, it's, it's good to come and talk to you guys. You're like 500 podcasts deep, aren't you? <laughs> We've been going for over 10 years now, and so uh, we took a break uh, when we had kids, and then we came back when we got you know bored of those kids, and then COVID came, and we're like, man, this is too hard. We got to take another break. So Dude, you deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> That's a lot Un- of podcasting, man. Unbuckle that top button, pour some Captain Crunch into an oversized bowl, and just pile it on. And watch the dirtiest of movies or shows. Why do why what why are you did, talking about? Yeah, man? why do they have to be dirty? What are you talking? Dirty. About? Just get you've earned it at five hundred plus. You've earned it. You've Just earned watch. You've, you've earned a bunch of dirty movies, Justin. I mean, like well, I mean, like watch the smuttiest of television. You know, you know what, you know what my favorite thing about uh, Dan uh, over the years, and I've been listening to you guys forever, so I, I sh- I've got a large sample size of Dan, and Cody can attest to this. The, some of Dan's rants about things that he like suddenly hates at the time, I will literally text Dan, and I'll be like, Dan, what? And the one I was thinking of when in your <laughs> intro was, remember that time that Dan was like, 
why do they have burgers now at IHOP? He's like, you know, screw burgers at IHOP. You know, I want my pancakes at IHOP, not my burgers. And I literally texted Dan that day. I'm like, Dan, I'm at IHOP and these burgers look pretty good. The next day, Dan's at IHOP. He's like, actually, IHOP burgers are good now. Dude, that Western burger. <laughs> that's that's how fair weather, fair weather some of his rants go. I'm like, Absolutely. really, Dan? He'll he'll make hey, the I, rant about he he makes a rant with no experience involved, <laughs> and then he experiences no, it, and then no. he's like, "Wow, that's actually a really great idea." Hey, <laughs> guess what? No, he like if, he like he's like I've got a rant, and like okay, talk me through this rant, and like him just talking through the rant, he realizes that no, he actually likes this thing, and he really just didn't think about it. That well, long. guys, check this out. If more of our leaders were like me. And took a stance on something and then had the cojones to then say, you know what? I was wrong about that. That's good. Then we'd, we'd all be living in a better place, goddammit. We're just talking about you being fair weather and you're like, Lisa, take a stance for like five seconds. Hey. Yeah, there's I a lot of people very... out there in this world that just take stances, Dan. And I got to be honest with you. Here's my rant. I don't fucking like those people. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? We're we're uh, you're good. Fr- I'm good friends with one of them. I'm good friends yeah. with one of them. I'm kidding. I love Justin. You. I've I've got a trivia question for you. Uh oh. Can you quickly name every movie that Dan and Cody have covered on your podcast? Oh my gosh, Lost Boys. Yep. Yep. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Mortal Kombat. Yep, yep. Uh oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. TikTok. Uh, fuck. It's been so long. Mark Wahlberg. Which one was it? Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Mark Wahlberg has a movie called Mark Wahlberg. I know he's full of himself, <laughs> but Cody doesn't know. <laughs> Ask Cody know. if he knows. Honestly, I have the, the shortest memory of of, of anybody. The happening. <laughs> oh, that's right. Did we talk we did, about the happening? I definitely talked the happening with them. Oh, talk you about oppression! Oppression film, man. Yeah. You guys, hey, you guys. Um, the air's gonna kill us. That's the crazy, never right? Ending, we did the never ending story together. <laughs> oh, that was without Cody. Yes, right? Yep. Cody didn't come for that one. Yeah, because if I was there that episode, <laughs> it would have been complete and utter fire. Because I love that movie. <laughs> Oh, I trashed that movie. The movie's amazing. The movie's amazing. Cody's left. Cody's left his wallet at my house at least twice. At least. Uh, he just wants to give me his money. That's right. No, 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 no. That's Cody. Just wants a reason to come back. That's true. I do. That's he lives. He leaves little tokens of himself. Little appreciations. So he, but it's nice, hot. Nice. It's, it's been hot, Dan. It's holy been, crap! It's been swelteringly hot. Uh, if that's a word. I was noticing, so for those of you that are listening to the podcast that have never heard Justin on, he has a podcast with his lovely wife where they uh, they they discuss movies of all sorts and they do kind of like fantasy movies. Well, his wife, I noticed this on, 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 on... You do like fantasy sports, but you do it with movies. So everybody picks their teams and you have people vote. Drafts. Yeah, we drafts. do drafts. There man. you go. Fantasy drafts. Whatever. Fantasy movies is a whole other maybe, thing. Maybe. Maybe. It's probably best next time I do later. that. 
The next time I do that, I should say, hey, Justin, tell us what your podcast is about versus me trying to create a synopsis out of thin air because I'm never prepared. <laughs> it's okay, man. My po- my Like I said, my podcast doesn't matter. We've been doing it 10 years. We we may we mainly That's podcast just to true. talk with friends and meet meet new people, uh, but po- uh, since we've been doing it so matters. long, your podcast. Uh, you, what? Oh, thank you, Cody. I appreciate that. You you know, all podcasts matter. All podcasts matter. But being being an indie podcast, this whole uh, COVID thing has shown us that um, we're the tiniest of fish in an even larger pond because. Millions and millions of dollars has been poured into podcasting now from the big guys, and they just want to destroy us all. It sucks. Oh yeah. Well, th- yeah. They've all they've all figured it out. Like, ooh, I can't do stand up right now. I can't make movies right now. Yeah. Let me get some ad dollars and just talk into a mic. I've been yeah. very shocked at the amount of like celebrity podcasters that have like shitty sounding podcasts. Not not only that, and I won't. I won't say who, but earlier this year, I worked on uh, a celebrity's podcast for a couple weeks, um, and it was one of those situations where people were just like, "Oh, podcasting's easy. You know, all you need to do is this. You don't really mm-hmm. need to think about it. You don't need to think about guests. You know, you just need the celebrity and and just put them in front of mic, and it's going to be successful." And I think a lot of like. You know, especially here in Hollywood where they're like, oh, my God, where do we get the money now? A lot of people have been thinking that this year and they're going to run up against what we know is like just just because you have an idea or even because you have a slurry doesn't mean your podcast is going to be popular. So, yeah, you got to have a a game plan and you got to have some really good uh, marketing and and a publicist to to make that happen, especially now because everybody's doing it. So, yeah. Yeah. What's anyway, I saw that? that up close, and I was like, kind of like, oh man, here it comes. Like this is gonna be this times a million, basically by 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 twenty twenty one. Everybody's just flooding the market, so they'll well, fizzle out. The world <laughs> the world will open back up, and they'll be like, eh, whatever. What podcast? I don't know. But I we were t- we were we were talking about it being hot. Have you, have you guys stayed cool? Like it was one hundred and eighteen degrees here yesterday. Oh God. Yeah, I'm in Van Nuys, man. We had we had one fifteen, one sixteen, but I did see that your wife, she almost died. <laughs> I don't know if your wives are like this, guys, but my wife, if she wants to do something, even if it's like really stupid, she's gonna do it. And she's like, <laughs> I'm gonna go take a walk on the hottest day of the year. It's gonna be a short one. And I was like, No, don't do that. What the hell like, is wrong with her, man? She's like, I'm gonna do it. Dude, she almost me, she almost had a, a a heat stroke and died. Because for, for, for people that have never seen Christy, guys, Christy is not only like white; she is bone white. <laughs> there is no reason for her to be out in that sun. No, yeah, Dan's, at all. Dan's absolutely right. She is basically bleached coral reef. That's how white she is. <laughs> and she is. I was like. I was like, Chrissy, it's going to be like that scene in Total Recall where they automatically on Mars without their yeah, mask. Yeah, and their eyes and pop like, out I, of their head. I don't remember that movie, Justin. And I'm like, oh, damn it. Okay. So she is heat stroke? She heat stroked? She, she almost had heat stroke because she, she, she's not a sweater. And so that's like a red flag from like, I'm about to have a heat stroke. And oh so she's God. just like walking her dog, just not thinking about it. And she's like, I started to become faint. And I'm like, 
yeah, that's what happens. And so she barely got back here, and she's like, I almost died. And I'm like, why didn't you listen to me? (laughs) It's it's like this. I can deal with like 100, but like you start getting to 110, 115, like it stepping outside takes Mm. something of you. Interestingly you know? enough, I, I I hear what you're saying, Dan. But yesterday when I did it, I was like, "This isn't that bad." And this is why I can actually kind of relate to Chrissy because I don't think the heat is so intense. I don't think you know that it's so hot that it still shuts you down because there's never it's a, a situation. dry heat. Yeah, well, dry heat or not, it's still 115 degrees, and it's like I walked out and I'm like, well. I mean, it's hot and it's all-consuming, but it's not that bad. Like, I, 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 I think I'd be okay, but I think I'd be like Chrissy, where I'm like, I could go for a walk. But the realities are, I don't think I could go for a walk. And after I watched Chrissy's video, I told myself, you can't go for a walk. You, know? you can't, man. You have to hunker down indoors yeah. Yeah. and watch Cobra Kai. Oh. Well, not, not only that, it's been really hot for like a long time here. Like it's been in the nineties and hundreds for it seems like a month. Yeah, so yeah. we're just like, ugh. ugh. That plus just... the plus the masks, which I mean, it, it's hard to breathe out there, man. <laughs> it is hard. Hot, Sad hot existence. Heat. That, that hot, hot heat here. Hot, hot heat is is exactly right. So you're watching Cobra Kai. Is this your first time, Dan? Bro, yes. Ugh. Just, I, I mean, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing with Cobra Kai. I knew of it when it was when it was on YouTube Red, but I was like, I'm not buying YouTube Red for anything. And it's inter- it's interesting that YouTube Red was on that level for me because typically I'm like, okay, new streaming service, have to get it. It didn't matter what was on YouTube Red, I was not getting it. So, and I heard I heard of this show being good. I didn't know it was this good. Like it gets you. It, it it tickles the nostalgia bone uh, just enough, and and it's a new story, just enough, and it is it is funny, it is action packed, and it is gorgeous. I abs- I just I'm so thrilled with it. I'm on the season two finale right now. Oh, have you start? Has the fight started yet? Oh, the fight. Yeah. The, the, like, <laughs> Cody, this is like like. In high school, how how quickly how quickly how quick were your fights in school? About five seconds, I think. Yeah, maybe. That's then the somebody average. would jump in and break up. It's not like a fight would like, you know, you're not going rounds in a, in a high yeah. school fight. Yeah. This was the this was the this royal is- rumble throughout the school. <laughs> This is this is this is like this is like the high school raid, basically. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Sorry, but like it is. It is. There's not a teacher in fucking sight for for minutes, and it's amazing. This show is so great. Wait, I, Cody, it, are, Cody, are you a Karate Kid fan? I mean, I watched all of the Karate Kid movies growing up, you know, and I yeah. also watched uh-huh. the one. I also watched the Karate Female one with Hilary Swank. So I'm oh, familiar God. with them. <laughs> that one's Why called you- that one's called the next karate kid by the way and not the karate female <laughs> no oh sorry i, I would watch <laughs> i would watch the uh what is it the the will smith son and jackie chan one over the hillary swank one 
Oh, okay. Well, I didn't. I okay. didn't watch the Jackie Chan one. Is it good? Mm. I, no, no, it's trash. Oh. Well, I'm trying to sell Cody on Cobra Kai here, Daniel. So Cobra Kai is amazing. It it totally redeems the Johnny Lawrence character, and that's what the secret of this series is. Because we we know him. We we thought we're like this guy. He's the fucking bully. You know, blah, blah, blah. Even though there's those videos where like, no, Daniel LaRusso is the bully, you know. And then, right. this, then this show comes along and like totally subverts that and flips it on his head. And then it introduces like young characters like, okay, I'm, I, I buy these. And that's where this whole series comes about. And you're just like, this is much better than it should be. And I'm totally on board. So Yeah. And it's interesting you bring up that YouTube video because is that like a famous YouTube video where yes. the... Yeah. I think I showed you this, Cody, where uh, yes, there's someone narrating it and, and he's basically just like uh, uh, analyzing it from the view of Johnny and how Johnny is the good guy and Daniel is absolutely horrible. Right. And I I wonder how much of that YouTube video spawned this, this show. Because, I mean, that's what it is, basically. Um. But yeah, I mean the those movies were huge to me as a kid when I was you know lived in North Carolina and then I came out here like Daniel Larusso driving across country and now I live in the valley. My kids used to uh, go to school right down the street from his apartment, Daniel Larusso's apartment in the first movie. Nice. So it's crazy, man. I've always loved that series, and I'm so glad that like like. Like Dan said, nobody watched it on YouTube, but now you know millions of people are watching it on Netflix. Oh, it's gonna get so much love, and it's gonna get—I I think it's gonna get like six more seasons. Well, not if it's not if it stays on Netflix. They usually stop at three or four randomly for no reason at all. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, great! Everyone loves this. Cool. Let's act." <laughs> oh, it. we're we're spending <laughs> a tad too much money on this. Cut it. Cut it all. Yeah. So, oh well. The, you got to watch it, Cody. I, yeah, I, and you guys have uh, you guys have, made, you guys have made compelling arguments for the show, and uh, I will put Cobra Kai into my watch list. Thank you both. The only, sorry, the only thing that's weird about it is the amount of Coors Banquet beer that is drank <laughs> in the show. I've never <laughs> seen that much Coors Banquet beer product placement ever. Uh. They, I don't know if you saw. They, they've also put out a tra- a trailer for season three, or not a trailer. They is like a mega trailer with like a tease of season three at the end. Did you see that, Dan? No. <gasps> oh my god, Dan! What is they, his- they they tease uh, a character that's coming in season three, and if you're at the end of season two, there's only a couple characters that could like really excite you. So think about it, man. Oh boy, think about Karate Kid too. Well, it's not. It, I'll tell you who it ain't. It's not Pat Morita. It's not Mr. Miyagi. It's not Pat Morita. But could it be? Could it be? I mean, we got holog- holograms. Could the ghost we got, of Pat you know, Morita. Batman's not even in the Batman movie. They're they're doing a fake Batman to just finish his scenes yeah. now. It's crazy. Know, Cody, I don't know if you know this, but Carrie Fisher is in motherfucking Star Wars. <laughs> They, seven, they can eight, literally nine. they can make a composite of Miyagi and just like move his lips and they could put him Have in, you in, seen in, that reface app, Cody? <laughs> it's pretty Not good. Not only they have I put, seen it, but boy oh boy have I taken advantage of it. 
<laughs> oh, my, oh my god that must be disturbing <laughs> very disturbing well uh, get out there watch some cobra kai and you know feed your inner child well dan all right what do you got well um i what i got is i want to talk to justin because this is um we, we had to how do i phrase this school is is an issue in this day and age right now for the youngsters. Oh, and yeah. Me, Cody, Cody and I's kids are both um, too young to attend, like, real school at this point in time. But Justin has um, has two ele- elementary schoolers, and I, and I know that you've taken up the, uh, the torch, sir. Yeah. So I wondered if you could shed some light on what that's about and how the hell you guys are doing that right so, now. Um, so I must preface preface this by saying that I, uh, you know, for the past 10 years, I've worked in the, the hemisphere of public health and medicine and doctors and nurses and all that stuff. So knowing that uh, our family is very serious about COVID, uh, we've been serious about it the whole time. I grew up in the middle class in North Carolina. My parents were uh, teachers, a nurse, you know, middle class, and I feel like the middle class is kind of just getting put through the ringer in terms of mm-hmm. all this COVID stuff. This is obviously serious. There's people that are not taking it as seriously. Of course, our government is not helping with that. Our media is not helping with that. So I know it's very hard, but working parents, um, you know, in particular are being kind of squeezed because uh, my wife uh, is, is working right now. I am not working, but our kids are having to go uh, through remote school, which is school at home, up until January uh, at least, and maybe beyond that. And so what not many people think uh, is basically that means I have a, a kindergartner and a third grader, and basically our whole day starting from you know 7 o'clock till 2 or 3 o'clock, we have uh, Zoom school. Um, both of, both of them have, you know, several zooms a day. Um, you know, and so we have, a uh, like a a schedule that looks like a checkerboard where like, you know, this kid is on zoom downstairs while this kid is doing this upstairs. And then we got to make sure they get snacks and lunch and breakfast and try to get some pee in because, you know, we're, we're stuck here in this quarantine basically situation, you know, cause LA is not really good in terms of how we've responded to this. So yeah, ba- basically working parents is kind of getting squelched because it's kind of like an impossible situation of just expecting, you know, everyone to work with that in, in addition to the childcare situation around the nation is just in tatters because, uh, you know, a lot of childcare centers are not open, you know, so, you know, people can't go and, and rely on family. It's just really hard. And so, I was kind of complaining to the guys beforehand that like, you know, all this stuff is going on, you know, fires and all this stuff. But the really thing that stressed me out right now is this continuous remote learning situation with my kids and just trying to stay positive and like get them from point to point. Because, again, they're a kindergartner and a third grader and we're expecting all these kids to like just immediately adjust to this and, and, and be OK with being in front of screens and not being in front of their friends. And it's just, it's it's tough, man. Yeah. So I'm saying you guys are lucky 
because uh, your your kids are, are are younger and don't have to be in front of Zooms for three hours a day. Right. Um. But you know, my hearts are out to any parent that that's currently going through this, and then you know, having to like leave and go to work and like have to take care of a at risk you know parent. Like it's just like juggling lots of plates, and it seems like the people that should care, you know, our government, you know, stuff like that. Just they don't, and they've kind of forgotten about us. So, how well, how? Sounds terrible, oh, sorry, man. Cody. No, that's okay. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Whatever. What were you gonna say, Dan? I was gonna ask uh, how open f- how open is the Zoom conversation? Like, can 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 your kid like raise their hand and just like speak out, or is it just, or is it sort of just like sit there, listen to this? How interactive can it be? Through, through um, I we did this in the spring, so this all kind of came to head in March, and we were we were forced to start doing remote in March through June, and uh, since then it's gotten better. But I think it depends on the teacher and the age of the kid. Luckily, my third grader, her her teacher is like super young, super cool, and knows like technology and stuff. So he's like the teacher that like has like the the virtual wall, and they have the Google Classroom exercises, and so mm. that's that's easier um, in terms of the work and stuff. But getting a third grader from like okay, you need to brush your teeth, and you need to do breakfast, and then you need to be in front of a screen, and then you need to be off the screen and do this. It's just that's the hard part for her. And then for the kindergartner, you know, they're just too young. To, to get this and this is their first year you know they're yeah their first year of schooling and like those are your friends you know and this is your teacher and it's just really kind of awkward to know that this is their introduction to lots of schooling and they're already like oh this kind of sucks you know like, so what? yeah, yeah and we're so, uh, so I, have, terrible, I have to be like a cheerleader like this is school this is great you know even though it's not it's not great mm-hmm. and it's it's nobody's fault i like these poor teachers don't know what they're doing and half of them don't have, you know, supplies or, or, or they have their own lives that they're having to deal with. So, you know, when people talk about teachers or like schooling and like complaining, I'm just like, no, like people are doing their best, man. This is really hard. Yeah. So. The only thing, the only thing I can compare it to is, uh, Moxie, she, when, when COVID hit, she still had like eight or nine dance classes left and then a recital and there wasn't a, way in hell we were getting a refund from that school so they uh they continued this like virtual dance class and you know by the third class she had completely checked out it was just like you can't she's trying to like do dance steps by looking at a a box with a teacher in it and it's just she's like i'm at home this sucks (laughs) (laughs) this isn't dance class and and the other thing, and I'm sure since you guys live here in L.A., you know about this. Everyone thinks that everyone in L.A. is like super rich, you know, and live in Beverly Hills and Bel Air and have these huge houses with huge yards. Right. And they don't think about there's a working class that, you know, people don't even have yards sometimes or don't even have a porch or something. And right. so uh, we were kind of in one of those situations where you guys have been to we've got a nice town home but we don't have like a, a yard or anything so right. yeah over the over the summer i went into like super uh you know diy home mode and like turned our small like patio into like a physical education yard you know, with, like, nice. with like all this stuff out there because that's like been one of the hardest things like how do you go from like 
kids, COVID is outside and we have to be careful to be like, we also have to go outside and get physical education every day. So yeah, yeah, that, that's so, been so one of the things we're you've like, turned, you've turned your house essentially into a prison. You've got the yard yeah. where they work out. We, we have they, to, dude. Go back in, right? Right. I mean, it's we're, like, I mean, I, I'm not lucky to have a huge gotta, outdoor space like Cody sure. has. You know, bigger than both me and Dan. Every time I go over there, I'm like, I just want to live outside yeah. on, on, on your porch, uh, Cody. So yeah, well, uh, yeah. Justin, what do you got out there? Bench press and like, uh, I got a basketball goal, a tiny okay, soccer nice. goal. We got like a little. Um, um, a uh, a sprinkler like a you know they run over and get yeah. wet. I got nice. some uh, a cornhole thing. Like I've really put a lot of thought into this. There um, you go. Yeah. How so, did so uh, so I, I I have a question with the schooling portion of things, Justin. Sh- sure, go ahead. So from what you remember, uh, being in kindergarten as a kid, and knowing your your two kids have gone through, how much more advanced is kindergarten? than what it was when we were kids or has it advanced is it still the same you know how you know you grow up and you and it's like they're teaching these kids calculus now like is kindergarten any different from what you remember well, well kindergarten during i mean aside COVID from the def- fact that during covid but, yes but, but i, I just even, mean like i can curriculum. even take what you're saying and even make it earlier my kids went to have been going to preschool since they were two and the preschool that they were in, which again was down the street from Daniel LaRusso's apartment, yes. uh, was super advanced, super cool. Like, uh, you know, lots of different uh, uh, socioeconomic kids, different uh, ethnicities. Sure. And they would do like outdoor science things, all this stuff. And I was just like, this is amazing. Like, the, these kids are going to be so much smarter than the kids that I remember, you know, you remember when you went to kindergarten, you're like, oh, you know, you already knew that that kid's not as smart. He's over there, you know, licking paste or something. Right. But, exactly. <laughs> but like already at preschool, at least in L.A., I, I can't speak to preschools everywhere or else. Like these kids are really getting an intensive thing going on. And I'm not talking like they're having to do like math problems or anything, but just like music class and like all these yeah. other things where like, I wish I would have had all this stuff, man, when I was yeah. that age, like. So, you know, when we go from that to like, okay, you're in front of a screen for two hours and like the, the teacher keeps asking the same questions like, what's your favorite color? And none of the kids can pay attention. There's one kid in my kindergarten class that keeps at, saying that she's hungry like every single day. And I'm like, maybe just being in front of the zoo makes her hungry. I don't know. So <laughs> it's like, is there me a parent too, I understand. feeding this kid something? I'm hungry. <laughs> Feed oh this gosh. kid. <laughs> Do they have to ask the teacher to go to the bathroom on Zoom? Uh, sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. But the the weird thing about LA's the the schools this year is they're they made a big deal. Is like we're actually going to be paying attention to attendance and stuff. And I was like, I just keep thinking like on the Titanic were were those like Irish parents zooming with their kids as it went right. down? You know, right. like. Like all this stuff, I'm like, we're in the middle of like unprecedented events, and people are just like full speed ahead with even like little tiny children and stuff. And I'm just like, sometimes I have to step back and be like, this is crazy, you know? This is kind of crazy. It's yeah, it's hard you, to it's hard it's to like, just like wrap your head around it. You're like, I gotta teach my kid how to like open a can of tuna <laughs> and like how to like make a make a fire. 
<laughs> well, we were we've always we've always been scared. Like if we had a, a the, the quiet place situation, our our family would be screwed. Like we would be right. totally screwed. There's no like <laughs> ramp up to that. I was like, that's what I was really excited about the twi- the quiet place too, which was supposed to come out earlier this yeah. year. Remember? Because I was like. What was the ramp up to that? Because I need to see what that yeah. is. Because like, my kids, today we're learning <laughs> sign language. <laughs> my 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 family, you know, can't. We'll not. We won't be able to survive that. So, oh well. Hey, it happens, man. <laughs> or the road. Do you remember that movie, The Road, with Viggo Mortensen yeah. and his kid? Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Our, our gotta, family's I'm the like, one that eats the baby. We get her pregnant <laughs> right. and then we eat the baby. <laughs> Like the end, I, I I've been saying to Chrissy, I'm scared about how October is going to be, uh, especially here in L.A. with uh, we call it windy fire season when we have fires and the winds just you know Caring. float the embers about. Right, uh, it's going to be like the end of Mother. Do you remember that movie Mother with Jennifer yes. Lawrence? Where yes. just shit goes crazy and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And like people start. You know, cannibalizing shooting people in the kitchen, shooting. Uh, that's how it's going to be here in L.A. in 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 October. I think it's going to be crazy. Dude, in Alaska, what? in Alaska, they've got the aurora borealis. In Southern California, we just have fire in the sky. <laughs> it's eh. crazy, man. Guys, it's- are we going to be here in ten years for real? What's happening? It's too fucking hot. This I, pandemic. What are, What are we doing? Is I've been anyone- making plans, Dan. I've been making. We've been making plans. Is so. anyone going to be in California in ten years? You know, uh, it's know. so hot. Yeah, they're going to have to have some kind of serious, like bubble, like biodome action going on because we have a heat problem, and we're going to have a water problem, and those are not two problems you want to have at the same time. So yeah, yeah, you're right. It's Chinatown, man. Ooh, well, I I'm would say I'm uh, I, I would say go to your fuck. I'm. <laughs> I, I, told you, I was like, I don't want to bring like, like the depressing <laughs> details, true. but uh, everything seems to happen at the same time. And uh, I'm just, you know, I in November, hopefully we can get, we can get past November because uh, this guy in charge doesn't like California or Los Angeles that much. And he's he's shown that. So, yeah, <laughs> when we were on fire, he's like, I, I don't care. And I'm like, OK. Uh, yeah. Right. What do you say? Sweep, sweep the forest. Yeah, sweep the, sweep that, sweep that brush. That brush is the True. problem. I'm like, well, you, they, they gotta sweep the floor. <laughs> he said that. I don't know. He's a, he's a, he's interesting. Uh, um, I should bring this up. I, I said yeah. I was gonna bring this up just because and you can cut this out. But Dan, yes, do you remember? Was it late last year? I think I was going through some shit and mm-hmm. I got mad at Dan for something that he did. And then and then Dan asked me to like ask a question of the show. Do you guys remember this? Oh, and I yeah. sent a, and I sent a <laughs> I sent a question into the show basically saying, Dan, I'm so fucking tired. Why you make me do this? <laughs> and you guys didn't play it, but then you like alluded like, We're not gonna play this this message we right. got. That's right. Okay, yes, yes, yes. All right. So do you wanna talk about this? Yeah, I forget what the question was, but I basically reached out to like <laughs> podcast friends and I was like, hey, guys, ask us a question and we'll like talk about it on the podcast. And then Justin's fucking like jerky question was like, hey, Dan, why do you think it's cool to like 
Make ask me to ask you questions and blah blah blah. No, nope. like, oh, okay. fuck this guy. <laughs> All right, so you know how Dan tries to control the narrative. So here's exactly what happened. So yeah. Dan, you know Dan, Dan tries to Dan, control the Dan narrative. Dan texts Cody knows Dan. So Dan texts me out of the blue, and I'm at the hospital with my wife. My wife is having digestive issues. We're like, I what didn't the know fuck, that, Justin? We're, Dan, you can go back and look at the fucking text. So oh, he texts shit. me out of the blue. He's like, he's like. I need a question. Can you give me a question for the show? I'm like, Dan, I'm at the hospital with Chrissy right now. He's like, oh, man, is she okay? I'm like, well, she's having digestive issues, but we're, we're, we're having some issues problems. He's like, okay, you can wait till later. And then like, the next day, Dan's like, hey, man, you got that question for me? And I was like, Dan, what the fuck? So that's when hey. I sent the question. And so you can go back and look at it, and it's just me being like, oh, here's the question like why is dan such a i don't remember what i said but i was very angry at dan because he's like he doesn't care that we're in the hospital he's just like i just need a question for the show no 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 Re- say back what you said because i said is she all right and then you said you said yes so i was like okay cool so let me get that question <laughs> so the next day he's like are you still at the hospital no okay can i get that question now sweet now that that issue's cleared up how about that question <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I should have been. More I know, sensitive. man. Like I said, it, it was it was more. I was just like frustrated. I was like, "What the fuck, Dan? Just like leave me That's alone. Uh, like I'll, I'll give you a question." And then I think I was like, even like coming back from the hospital, I'm like, "Here's your question, Dan." And then I, I just thought it was so hilarious that like you didn't even play my question, but like made fun of me and like. like I'm sorry, oh, man. It's okay, man. I guess I I wasn't fully. Uh, tuned in to uh the severity of the issue and i apologize personally okay, I, I think Deeply. that that story <laughs> is like, i don't care that story is amazing justin <laughs> i absolutely love that story it's amazing I was, I was i was driving home from the hospital making my 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 question to dan while also listening to uh my cd that i won as the uh second place victor of the cody olympics 2008 oh very nice was it 18? Nice. 18. 2018. It was two years yeah. ago. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Hey, podcast nice. over everything. <laughs> podcast Including health. Podcast. I'm making shirts. That, podcast you know what? over you know everything. What? Actually, I have a question for you guys. As a person that kind of quit their podcast because like we're just like crazy now, but you guys have kept kind of kept it up. Do you is it more for you guys like as a like mental health getting through everything strain? Do you guys feel bad if you leave and you have people waiting for podcasts? What what are, what are you guys on that? I think Dan and I have two very different views on this. Dan, I'd like you to give your opinion. <laughs> okay. Uh my I like if we don't do it, the podcast in a, in a week, I feel bad. Uh one because I like doing it. And two, because I like I like the podcast to be consistent week to week, um, and and you can take that like I don't want to let like listeners down, but I I really I like doing it for personal uh, venting and just it's a it's a creative outlet for me. So without it, I I feel like I would be I would have a lot of pent up like things I need to say, you know. Dan Rants. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm with Dan on the creative outlet side of things. I think there's, uh, you know, Dan and I have been doing this a long enough period of time where it's like, well, you get into a, 
you get into like a rhythm of it and it's just kind of a part of your week, no matter how chaotic your week seems to be, it's there. And it's tough. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the realities are Dan and I have experienced challenges in our own relationship in regards to the podcast where it's like me and him and like we need to do this. Well, it's like, you know, things come up or honestly, I... Dan is a passionate man about the podcast and I love him and his passion for that. And I have no passion for anything anymore. So hey, Justin, you got, <laughs> Hey, Justin, you got, you got that. I know you're at the hospital. You got that question, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. totally, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, obviously as someone who has been podcasting with their wife for over 10 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Dan has another podcast with his wife. And so when Dan told me, you know, I'm pregnant with my second kid, I'm like, okay, which which podcast are you giving up, Dan? So it's hard, man. It's hard carving out time, even though, yeah, like it, it's fun to, I the, the recording talking with you guys. This is what I like. I haven't seen you guys yeah. in forever. Yeah, I haven't sure. turned on my video cam because my hair is fucked up. But seeing you guys, I'm like, yes, like it grounds me. Like even though all that crazy stuff is happening, you guys are okay. I'm glad you're okay. But There's still like, human life out there. Yeah, uh, I'm saying that's what I like about podcasting the the editing, the trying to, to trying to get my wife to watch a movie, and like us finding a time amongst craziness to like tape, like all that stuff was like the most stressful stuff to me. But like just talking and like connecting with people is always like, yes, like we, yeah. you know we're not alone in this crazy universe. Well, and and I will say, Justin, like I I totally get that with the because. With with the Melrose Place, it's a lot like movie geek cast where, um, where you, there's a prerequisite. You have you do have to also carve out time to watch something, and and prepare notes and do like some like a, a little bit of research on the thing, you know. So that I mean, Melrose has has fallen off to maybe once one episode a month if we're lucky, you know. Um, but those those fans have been really supportive even through all of this stuff. But I know also Cody for a time when we were doing this remotely, it like it sucked. It sucked to like to be on on video instead of in person. There, there you definitely lose something, you know. Yeah, definitely. I agree that you lose something, and I, and and. You, you know, COVID has it has its own challenges, and and recording a podcast. The benefit of COVID is that we you can still record the podcast, right? Like, we can still have a chat at a distance. But like you said, being in the room with each other, it's it's very it's very different. We recorded with each other. I mean, you know, just so you know, Justin, Dan, and I have seen each other during these COVID times, and uh, yes. you know the the mask wearing and all of that stuff at, at the challenges that are there you know we still record and it and it still works out but it's so much better to be in person and there is that social aspect that's missing i think with a lot of people's lives and it just makes things that much more stressful and uh that much more challenging that's the big piece right anyway i don't really know it's what i'm saying it's there. definitely harder to find um topics that aren't covid related or trump related yeah because yeah, it, it's so heavily saturated with covid and and trump 
Yeah. Well, the, that, I mean, that was that was one of our problems. Like the the last episode we did, we were just like so down on everything that was going on and stuff. And yeah. like people like actually reached out to us. They're like, "Oh my god, are you guys okay?" We're like, "Yeah, we're fine, but we're just you know in the midst of a lot of craziness." And so you know, even if we went back, I, I just don't know, especially because we're two people in the same house, how we would just talk about movies but not bring up covid or all this you know politics and stuff and like i just think it'll be it would kind of be hard for us to do that and so that's kind of just don't be a showman (laughs) just but and and then put the walls up i understand but then you you and you guys know i because of what i've done i've I've been in the media working media jobs forever and one of the biggest problems over the past year i mean several years in terms of politics but especially this year is the media kind of pretending a lot of stuff is not going on. And um, that kind of led us to the situation that we're in, you know, in terms of our president. But now, you know, uh, there's just people that are siloed off away from actual information. And as someone who grew up in, you know, the South, you know, Fox News territory, you know, Facebook land now, I'm, I'm kind of worried about that and what it could lead to. So, you know, when people are like, I'm just going to tune it out or, you know, you know, I'm like, that's that's kind of what our problem is, man. Like you can't tune everything out and because the information is information is power. So I don't know. It's a lot of physical, you know, of, of, of things going on at the same time. And of course, like it's it's crazy times. So in terms of taping a podcast and trying to keep everything positive and, and on the level and, and, and just talking about you know, movies is something we're like, oh, it sounds great. But when we actually think about it, we're like, oh, it's kind of hard. Yeah. 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 It's all, uh, it's all crazy. These, this is, uh, you know, unprecedented times, like we've said before. And, uh, you know, how you manage it, you know, just respect others and make sure that you're protecting your family and, and, and those you care about. That's the bottom line. Okay, right. well, uh, to kind of like spice things up, uh, you know, because that's what I do. They call me the spice maker, Justin, if you didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys hear about this? At LAX, they received a call from, a, from, a, from somebody else in a plane. An American Airlines flight reported a man with a jetpack. Oh, yeah. Did you guys Kenny hear about this? about that. Apparently, the plane's altitude was 3,000 feet above LAX, and they said that the man was approximately 30 yards away from the aircraft. <laughs> 30, 30 yards? yards away from the plane. And this guy's on Dude. a jetpack. I guess my big question to you guys is, are we in the future? <laughs> Elon, is Elon on drugs again? Oh, like, my. Was that him? Uh, those I wonder if those they arrested silly this billionaires. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I that mean, guy, we need to call him the Rocketeer. That's what I'm calling him. I mean, Ugh. we're at that place. Apparently, here here was the quoted line, Tower, American 1997. We just passed a guy on a jet pack off the left side, maybe 330 yards or so about our altitude. <laughs> 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 we saw the I guy mean, fly L- by us LAX sucks enough, man. I, you know. Yeah. Oh my I mean, what, god. What's the law? 
What is the no jetpacks? But is it? I think there's a no jetpack law. Is there a law you cannot be as high as a plane for a human being? I mean, like you have to get if you're flying a drone, you're required to be licensed. If you're flying a jetpack, okay, you as a human being are strapped to something that shoots you three thousand feet into the air. Come on. it's incredible. Uh, although this current administration has been, you know, uh, deregulating a lot of stuff, I don't know if the, the, the jetpack rule was deregulated. So, although I don't know if you saw the the recent video today of uh, the Mission Impossible stunt that Tommy Cruise is up to, did oh, you guys God. see that? See that jump? Uh, like a he just like like a jump over in the mountains, basically. No, he jumped a mountain. I mean, what's next for him? You know. I fully expect there's there's two more movies, and after seeing this jump, I've always expecting like uh, one of the end of these Mission Impossible movies to be like the end of Greece, where right. like he's just in a car and he jumps and he just like goes up into heaven, like he just like drives, just like weirdly up into the sky, well, and you're like what? And then <laughs> what? And then That's the end. And then the it end never song comes of uh, the end song of Fast and the Furious comes on. Right. <laughs> Which one? Uh, the one, uh, the first they, one, Fast and Furious, Jaw ja Rule, the one that's like, but I'll see you again. Ah. Exactly. And yeah, then it, he, and then, uh, uh, what's his name? Who's the founder of uh, of of Scientology? Ron Hubbard. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Then Elron <laughs> just like comes down from the sky and like takes Tom Cruise's hand, <laughs> and they just float up together. You've made it Crazy. to the highest level of heaven. Crazy and, Tom Cruise, and that and that was the impossible mission. <laughs> we're we're watching that that HBO series, The Vow, right now. Oh, how uh, is that with the with the sex cult? Yeah, the NXIM. You know the one I'm talking about. The sex yeah, the cult. one with the one with Chloe from uh, from uh, the Superman T- WB show. Yes. So. Uh, I think season uh, episode, there's like five episodes, but the big takeaway being in LA is I don't think, although I'm not minimizing the the crazy stuff these um, people went through, especially these, these, the women in this cult, but wouldn't even make the top five craziest cults in LA. Uh, really? Kinda, it's not that tame. big of a deal, huh? Kind of tame. Uh, I, I saw somebody say it's like Manson crossed with uh, MLM. Like a multi-level marketing scheme, basically. But oh, really? Um, it's a multi-level market. It's a multi-level Manson. Scientology is definitely crazier than this. There's a lot of other crazy cults around LA floating around that I think are a lot, a lot, a lot crazier and um, you know stuff. But that's what about being in LA. You're like, oh, this is it. This is this is this is what everybody's talking about. Okay, cool. I, I I wouldn't mind interviewing a cult leader. We should get one on the cast, Dan. They're probably very charismatic. Absolutely. And before you know it, we're probably agreeing with everything they're saying and we're joining their cult. I, I can picture Cody being like, sir, you know what? We've had you on for an hour. I got to tell you, I don't see a problem with it. <laughs> All right, Jerry. <laughs> I'll drink the Kool-Aid. Dance. Uh, we Dance. won't even talk about Scientology in detail on our podcast. I don't even want to touch... Go near that stuff. So, oh, I love that shit. I love. I've read uh, Leah Remini's <laughs> book on it. Um, 
You it's love that great. she escaped, or you love what she escaped? What are you talking I, about? I, I, I personally love her story about how she like confronted uh, uh, what's his face about like you, where you read her book. Mis- where's Shelley? Yeah. Where, where's Shelley Miscavige? Where is yeah, Shelley? What, yeah. Let's demand. That's what you want an exclusive. If you can find Shelley and put her on Dan Cody podcast. You oh, that would have be the, great. You'd be bigger than Rogan, man. But time out, Cody. Why are you so surprised <laughs> that I've read a book? I just you <laughs> never talk about books you read. Oh man, I'm an avid reader. You yeah. are. Is it, is it a Funko book? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, the, best, Danny, the best. The best Funkos. Dan, uh, I said I, I, I texted Dan a screenshot on Facebook of uh, somebody that said Funko's going out of business. And then I sent him. A, what was the second thing I sent you? Oh, it was this. It was this Instagram page that's called Fake uh, Fake News Report, and it had Kevin Durant, who's a professional basketball player, going to play for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is a football team, as like a joke, right? And Dan's like, "Why are you sending me all this fake news stuff?" And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> it's just a joke. It's not real, Dan." Yeah, don't <laughs> joke, don't joke about Funko going out of business, man. Dan's like, I'm dialed into Funko, man. Don't that shit see? hurts. That <laughs> shit hurts. But um, I, I, Cody, I listened to her book, Audible, baby. Oh, you didn't read? Oh, come on. Okay. All right. All right. You're that right, counts. man. That woman hasn't been seen since 2007, according to Dude, Wikipedia. She's yeah. Her. Let me let me plug Leah Remini's book real quick. Her like that. Her shit is so cool because she's had conversations with M- David Miscavige. She questioned him, and they also tried to use Leah Remini to um to to get Jennifer Lopez into the Scientology. So she has this whole story about how she goes to Tom Cruise's wedding, and they positioned her next to J Lo because they knew they were friends. And then throughout the 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 throughout the reception and everything, like the church like separated. Uh, Leah from JLo and like did not allow them to communicate. Like they just wanted to get her, they wanted to get JLo to the wedding so that they could then like get her. And like she has all these cool stories. It's, it's a very interesting book. Of, uh, yeah, I, re- I read Going. You have to clear, cut this out, man. Don't like, hashtag this. They'll come after you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> They're fucking crazy, man. They're crazy, man. We used to live right. I used to live right down there on Wilcox, right down from the, uh, you know the, what are they down in Los Feliz Celebrity Center and all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 When when Jenny, when Jenny and I lived in D.C., we went to the original, like church, which is now like offices of uh, a headquarters of Scientology. Yeah, we went in the building. And like they started talking to us, and like Jenny, they hooked Jenny up to like one of the machines, and like they like it was like a trial run of like, yeah, uh, I've done that machine, one of those little testers, this like mm-hmm. a, a stress you did test. It? Jenny yeah. did it. Yeah. No, I'm saying and, Justin did it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I live when I I moved, dude. I've been out here. I just celebrated my 18 year uh, anniversary in L.A. Uh, this week, by the way, eighteen years. Congratulations! Out here. Congrats. But man. when I Congrats. but when I first moved out here, I came out from here from North Carolina. I you know was raised in like you know Southern Baptist Church. I've been in Pentecostal Church. I've been a lot. Of, and then when I went to UNC, I, I took a lot of religion classes and learned about other religions and stuff. Pretty much realized a lot of them are like 
batshit crazy in her own way. Anyway, come out to uh, L.A. and I'm like, what's the Scientology thing? So I started talking it up and they did that test and they gave me a booklet and I started reading all this stuff. And I'm like, this is real scary i was like yeah. i should i shouldn't have gave them my my first and last name you know yeah, it's weird and then and then since then i've known people that have been in the church i've been i've known people that have gotten out and like hearing stories and i'm like i don't want to talk about this i was like i was like this is not something you kind of mess up like if you're in, yeah. it's 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 pretty crazy. Going clear, like look at the check out the the doc going clear, and of course all yeah, the Remini stuff. I read the book on going clear before that came out, and it's pretty crazy. Oh, the stories it's, are nuts. It's just it, it's it's insane. What, what's so. really it's really funny how like when you enter the building, they they genuinely uh, you feel you feel like they don't want you to leave, like. They brought us downstairs. Like yeah. they take you around a corner, and it's like it, it's it, it feels intentional that like they they want to rope you in like as soon as they get you. It's, it's like one they, of those t- time rental properties, you know. Like yeah, yeah, come look at this, come look at that, come look at right. this. You're like, uh, you know. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, and then like by the time you you actually, it's like a timeshare where like you're like <laughs> buying the shit just to get the hell out of the room. And you're like, Before okay. You know it, you're at the very bottom level of the tunnel, and it's just a spotlight on you with a pen and a paper. Here you go. This is where you sign over your bank accounts and the rest of your life. Right. You live, right. You, you live here now. You like look around. Your family's not with you anymore. Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> it's scary, man. Scary. Well, Cody, I think there's a lot of crime in the world, there's a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. Let's get into this week's True Crime. Who got shot? Who got killed? I'm sure y'all heard about this one. A family's gender reveal party has caused the lar- a large wildfire in California. What? Yeah, I heard about this. Crazy stuff. Who would have thought heat? Fire. Six flames. miles. What? Heat heat fire flames 6 miles from my mother-in-law's house right now. That the, the El Dorado fire. That's what fire. that's what started the Ukaipa fire, huh? Yes. Wow. Uh, it was it was pyrotechnics from a gender reveal. Pyrotechnics? <laughs> that's what they're saying. How much destruction from this one stupid stupid act? Like, oh, it it's like acres upon acres upon acres. This is more destru- this is more destruction than any any of the the Black Lives Matter protests that you know these riots that people keep complaining about or the cities that are burning. This yeah. one incident has caused more destruction than any of that that people you know have been talking about. It's crazy. As of uh, as of Monday morning today, it was seven thousand three hundred eighty six acres have burned. Wow, and. Um, <laughs> You know, just just to figure out, well, just to reveal the sex of your of your baby. Now these these people are going to face criminal charges. Are they really? They are going to charge them for this. I think you have to. I don't like know. They if you kn- have to. They know I, I, the source of it. Okay. It's completely negligent. Who's going to pay for it? I mean, the same. Who's going to pay for anything? For There's so much destruction everywhere. Someone's got to pay for that. 
Maybe we can do like a like a big a GoFundMe. Yeah, like a GoFundMe. Pay for my Go fire. Me. GoFundMe it, for it, the it, fires. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we don't have enough firefighters in California, so yeah. there's just multi levels to the stupidity to this. Um, yeah. yeah, most of which you know, family get-togethers has been a a, a super spreader uh, during this, and then also. Uh, it's like, just you know, announce it on Facebook, guys. That's what most people do. Hey, here it's a girl. Here's a here's the sonogram. Yeah. You know? How how did you all reveal the gender to your family? Just like your, that. Your kids. <laughs> it's on Facebook. That that was it. We didn't you know? even do Facebook. We didn't even do Facebook. Hey, we're having. A Who boy. has the time? Who has the time for all this? Like, holy why, crap! Like, why? Why is there a party to reveal the gender? Why is this a party? What What is going on, people? Dan, how many gender reveal parties have you had? Uh, one party. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't even reveal. We're oh, still waiting oh. on Dan. No, no, no. So, so we ha- so it was Jenny's birthday. We found out the sex the like the day before Jenny's birthday, and then we had Jenny's birthday party. So at Jenny's uh. birthday party, we revealed the sex with no pyrotechnics. Uh, Good. So you kind of ru- you kind of ruined her party with the reveal. So it- are you pro I, gender reveal parties, Dan? Uh, I'm pro any party. I like <laughs> parties. I like a good party, <laughs> especially one that causes seven thousand six hundred thirty-two acres of damage. Parties, but no, no fires. I don't no fire at parties. That should be a rule. What about like a luau party? Love a luau party. Or how right. about like how Our, about a how about a, yeah a luau party where you take this bucket and try to make it into an outdoor air conditioner? You remember that? <laughs> yes, yeah. We're Dan lucky did, no one had Dan some, did that. And Cody, that was the hottest. Oh, fucking I remember. Day. I remember. That <laughs> I was thought that was, was, I thought that was Cody was going for. I mean, ideally, I don't know why we just didn't start throwing bricks of ice at each other's face to cool ourselves off at that point, dude. At me and Jenny's engagement party was a luau, and we got the best like fire twirler Hulu girl out there, and it was amazing. It was amazing. That's you guys the only just time. Like luau parties, though, because that's the only time I will condone fire at a party <laughs> is if you have a professional luau girl who's trained in fire twirling. Then you can do it. That's a niche. That's a niche career. It yeah. is. You're gonna find that specialist. Maybe she also happens to be Moana, uh, or uh, what's her name on, uh, during other. I thought events. we were gonna talk yeah. about Dan's actually, uh, Dan's wig that he was wearing. We had a cultural appropriated white woman come to the house and play Moana. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Are you? I Hawaiian? love that we. I love we miss hanging out. That we're just reminiscing about parties now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Yeah. I, I'm, the 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 gender reveal we did had no no fire i just i i wrapped a a box like a gift with and it had a lid on it and then i wove it through my belt buckle so that it looked so that it looked like a the dick in the box video naturally and then in the box was a was a baby's dress so jenny had to like reach in the box and then pull out um, something. She didn't know what was going to be in there. It could have been my dick in the box. 
but it uh, wasn't. This sounds really. This sounds really awkward. It was a kid. It was a child's dress, <laughs> which isn't weird. Like which the, isn't the weird levels, at all. The levels. This is, this the is levels very QAnon of, like of you. Perversion right now <laughs> that you're playing in. From, you know, oh man, beautiful. that reminds me of uh, the uh, when we had our second kid. Chrissy knew before me, and the way she announced that uh, we were having a second kid is she put a hot dog bun in uh, a closed laptop. And I opened the laptop, and I was like, "What the fuck is a hot dog bun doing in here?" And, and she and she got and she got mad, and she's like, "You don't, I'm pregnant," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm really confused by this." And so my confusion about why she would put a hot dog bun, she's like, well, "I was gonna put it in the oven, but I saw that you had the laptop," and I'm like, "This makes no sense at all. Like, this is not the way to announce that we're pregnant." Is that a term, bun in a la- in the laptop? Apparently, in her head, it was secondary. Like, if you can't do it in the oven, put it in the <laughs> laptop because it's also hot. And I was like, "I never was gonna get this. I'm glad that." <laughs> I'd be like, why is there bread on my machine? Yeah, I would have said the same (laughs) thing. These keys are hard to hard to clean. Now there's I would I would have gotten upset and I would have said, Why are you getting me enriched white bread? You know I like sourdough. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been fucking this hot dog bun? You know? (laughs) What whatever. Uh, it's funny and then and then for, for baby number two, I was at Best Buy and Jenny just called me on the phone and was like, It's a boy. See? Poor Maddox. It's, 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 that's great, man. That boy's looking more and more like you every day, Dan. What's that? True. I said that boy's looking more and more like you every day. Yeah, he is. God bless him. God <laughs> bless him. He, he looks great. He's golden, that kid. Future's bright. Very bright. He's getting mo- yeah. he, he's he's move you're going to be in trouble. He he looks like he's moving a lot more, Dan. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's he's already wanting to stand up and and uh, get yeah, he he's gonna be a big time mover. He's got to stop puking though. Puking, yeah. always puking. puking. Maybe you know, maybe he's got some indigestion. In, in, got allergy? Issues. He might have an allergy. Oh, allergy. He might. He's allergic um, to Jenny's breast milk. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. I think it was Brooklyn that had something like that. Just it's always crazy. puking. It's always something, man. You know. Now that you got two, you know how it feels. I, oh, I remember all, all my friends, like with one, I'm like, okay, just wait till you have two and then try to do like the math at all times. It mm-hmm. just gets, it just, it just, it's just a whole other level. So, yeah, wow. two, two's it. Two's it for me. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Cody? I mean, you know, uh, I really don't know. <laughs> I know a lot of people with babies are pregnant right now. I'm like, man, woo! Yeah, it, I mean, it, you know, we'll likely we we might throw another uh, hot dog bun in a laptop here before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the new term. Can we please in get that future, to stick? <laughs> you like tag Chrissy, and Chrissy's like, I knew it. See, Cody did it too. You Cody know, did get it. I was yeah, making got a bun in a laptop. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's we're on, for me we're on that, Shark Tank. That, this is a great idea. Bun on the laptop. Everybody would get it. Come on, give us money. So, I called mm. my brother, and my brother's like, my brother just had twins, and he has another son, and he's oh. just like, I just can't do it. And I'm like, What do you mean? He's like, I'm going crazy, man. It's like there's always something happening with these kids all the time, 
I don't know yeah. what I'm going to do. And I'm like, I don't know. Just breathe, man. I don't. <laughs> everybody's talking about having more than one kid. And it just like, you know, their eyes cross or they just look defeated every day. Maybe sadness comes from the multiple children. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I love being a dad and I, I really enjoy it. I, you know, not to say that you don't love being a dad if you have more than one kid, but. I understand the challenges of having a second. I mean, you give so much attention to one. I can only imagine the challenges of providing the same level of attention to two. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Well, and kids are different. Like, you know, one of our kids needs a lot more attention than the other. Uh, so, I don't know. It's yeah. kind of like Tetris, you know, when you're playing Tetris and the uh, everything's coming down so fast. You're like, yeah. I just want to slow down the pieces a little bit. Right. <laughs> They're not coming down so fast. Justin, are are we are we naive to think like right now our our like light at the at the end of the tunnel is like we just we can't wait until they can play with each other and just like fuck <laughs> off somewhere. Is that is that a is that a false uh hope or 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 light? Uh well, it goes from like playing with each other and that that lasts for a little while and then it might move into uh, the area that my kids are in now at five and eight, and they basically have like a fight club going on all all, all the time. Uh, they, you know, one of them can't control their anger, and one of them just sucks the other one in the face, and we have to like pull them apart. Oh god! And you know, and and now that we're we're stuck in this COVID situation, you know, hotter heads are always going on. You know, someone's already stressed or angry about something, so yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, once they all start moving, that's when it's over. Because I just remember the days where you're like, okay, I'm just gonna put my kid right here, and then if I turn away and I turn back, he'll still be there. And like, yeah. my kids are just like, they'll be, you know, out the door, you know, down the street, you know, into something. It's crazy. Yeah, Ugh. I mean, you have kids now that are at the point where they can actually think about unlocking the door and walking out, <laughs> and that can actually happen. Right. Exactly. Right now, my my son my, can't even my son can't even open a door, but I can imagine the day when he like knows how to undo the deadbolt, open the door, and then just decide to go on a journey. You know what I mean? Ugh. That's the that's the shitty like realization that now that person, the little kid, is now part of the equation of like where is something. You know what I mean? Right, right. Now, right, right. yeah, now you don't have to worry about like, hey, maybe Maddie knows where my keys are. No, no, right. no. Now Fitz is part of it. And you're like, yeah, hey, did, exactly. did you take my keys? I mean, are, if are you Fitz lying anything, to me? If, if Fitz is anything like my wallet, I'm never going to find it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or he's going to be over at Justin's house way too much. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> well, we got a PE yard now, so he can come over and we could do some jumping jacks. He's like, you know? I heard. I heard there's a fight club going on at this place. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know what? I, uh, that's one thing. Like we keep thinking, like uh, especially in LA, a lot of people not working. We're like, what are people doing for money? And then we just we start thinking, like, what if we did have a fight club in <laughs> running our house? Dude, you know, what if kid we fight did? Club. did what if we did do that? You know, what if we did have a, a mobile bounce house that we just like parked up to next people's yards? Like, here, give us money and we, you can bounce your kids around this till they get tired and fall asleep, I, which which is like I, what most parents want right now. We're like, we need to think of something because, you know, there's a lot of money to be had out here. A lot of stressed parents. We just got to figure out. I paid 20 bucks for that. Right? For, for, 
Dude, we paid thirty bucks to go to a pool for forty-five minutes. I saw that, that and there was like, <laughs> like that wasn't just like a pool. There was like uh, extra slides and all kinds of things going on there. Yeah, right? but it yeah, it was like a Santa like it's the Santa Clarita like aquatic center. But you have to you got to get online and like Coachella style book your 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 time there in in advance. And I'm and like all these parents are like itching at the laptop trying to book these slots, and then you've only got forty five minutes. If you oh. if you're lucky enough to get a slot for that for that day. Yeah, I mean, like I said, working parents are being put through the ringer, so a, a yeah. lot of them will pay high high dollar, you know, for for something to tire out their kids that won't uh, uh, kill their kids or possibly their grandparents. So that's right. <laughs> Well, hold on. <laughs> well, okay, well. guys. I think we're, uh, I, you know, Justin. First of all, man, thanks for taking the time to sit down with us, have a conversation with us via, you know, distant chats. What you know, I guys, it, it's been. I, I'm chalking this up for mental health. I needed it. You know, Good. talking with talking with others section myself off from the 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 other riffraff in my house for for an hour i I really appreciate it and you know you know i love you guys i I miss you guys i hope you're doing well please uh send all my sympathies to your 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 poor wives that have to deal with (laughs) deal with you throughout this (laughs) it's all the wives out there that have to deal with their husband uh but yeah you know it, it was a pleasure talking with you guys i always love talking to you we love you, man, and tell that tell that wife of yours we said hello and to stay out of the heat for crying out loud. <laughs> I'll and, try, uh, man. I'll try. Tell, tell tell our tell our tell our listeners where they can uh, listen to So I Married a Movie Geek. So you can we're on hiatus right now, but our whole we have over three hundred episodes you can listen to. You can Google us at So I Married a Movie Geek. We're on all the catchers, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, Stitcher, and then we're at Movie Geekcast on Twitter and Instagram mostly, uh, just hanging out, talking movies, trying to, you know, de-stress in any way we can. Uh, look us up. Well, awesome, man, dude. thanks again, Justin. You get you be safe out there, and thank all our listeners for checking out the Dan and Cody podcast. Have a wonderful week, and we'll be back next week where. Thanks for listening and laughing with the Dan and Cody podcast. Our email is Podcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are on Instagram at Podcast. Check out our website, danandcody.com, and you can contribute to the podcast by going to patreon.com slash Podcast. Subscribe, bitch! Hey, Mike played himself down to shit. All right.